الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دوشي بالله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home hazrat khaja hasan basri rahmatullah alayh has mentioned that they are approximately 15 areas in and around masjidul haram in which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua of an individual approximately 15 areas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliq and the rest of the creation is makhluq from his entire creation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves insan human beings and from human beings Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who are believers those who are mu'minin those who have submitted and surrendered themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the servants to come close to him and this great gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the ummah is the gift of dua or the gift of repentance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives an opportunity to individuals if they have been disobedient for 15 20 years then all they have to do is repent lift up their hands with sincerity and make amal on the ayat of tawbah and nasuha and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all their sins in the hadith it comes that once nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was with a group of companions and he noticed that there was this one lady running from one side to another side and running madly without taking care of her safety as if she was bewitched and Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was informed that this lady has lost her child <coughs> imagine when you lose your child in the city of bombay where there is no night people are on the streets every little area of bombay is worth a lot and if your little one is lost imagine the difficulty imagine the pain that parents have to put up with here the mother is running from one side to another side we saw the hazir radiyallahu ta'ala an running from Safa to Marwa seven times because of Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam and eventually she found the child and naturally 
she hugged the child, kissing the child, tears of joy were coming out. Rasulullah is witnessing that entire scene and he said to the companions, he said that, can any one of you imagine for this lady to throw her child in a fire? Ye aurat apnees bachye ko aag mein thang sakti and the companion said, Ya Rasulullah, how will a mother want to throw her child in a fire? Rasulullah said to the companions that this love that the mother has expressed for her child is nothing compared to the love that Allah has with the believers. Allah does not wish that His servants Mu'mineen and Muslimin should enter Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them a lot of opportunities and the door of Tawbah is open for them. And this is what Hazrat Khaja Hassan Basri rahmatullah alayhi said. A lot of people who go for Umrah, a lot of people who go for Hajj, it's just another, another holiday, excursion trip. And even when you are doing Tawaf, Astaghfirullahilazim, your eyes are wandering everywhere. And you have women who also do tawaf, and the shaitan is also there. And looking at women whilst doing tawaf, perhaps there's no other guna equivalent to that. We have to take extreme caution, and we have to be extremely careful. In fact, some of the ulama have said that the women should not do tawaf when there are a lot of men there to make it easy for, for both, for the women <coughs> and men. Al-Khadr says that the very first area in Masjid al-Haram where generally the dua is always accepted is in the area of the mataf. The area where tawaf is done. So when you do tawaf and when you make dua in the condition of tawaf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. That is why you look down full concentration. And how should we do tawbah or dua? A lot of the times, if physically we are there making dua, then spiritually we are not connected to Allah. We have lifted up our hands, but the mind is adrift somewhere else. And sometimes, spiritually we are there, but we have no adab of making dua. And physically we don't know how to lift up the hands and sit in that posture of being totally humble to Allah and make dua. So the mind, the body, spiritually, physically, mentally, we have to have that full level of concentration and to connect ourselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ulama say that make dua in such a way that you yourself feel content that after making dua you feel that no Allah has surely accepted my dua it is a kafir, it is a feeling that is born into the heart that when you cry, when you make dua in front of Allah you feel content, you feel happy, you feel that no Allah will do justice to me Allah will give me what I have asked and this is the dua, this is Tawbat al-Nasuha Sahabai kiram ajma'een, this was their condition they would not realize of anything in their salat they were connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
anybody could come, so many stories, kuffar come and stab the, the companion from the back with a knife, with a blade, with a sword and there he is still in salah, not realizing anything completely connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Meri aapki namaz ka kya hal hai meri azizah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq so when you are doing tawaf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surely accepts your dua and this hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam reason why because there is a very high level of a concentration of mercy, rahmat descending in that area on the Kaaba and in and around the Kaaba so generally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept the dua and one hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said Ishreena mi'ata rahmatin tanzilu ala hadha al-bayt 120 mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmat mercy and yani rahmat descends on the Kaaba every day and every night 120 rahmat Allah ki khanai Kaaba ke upar nazil hoti 120 types of rahmat subhanallah and 60 blessings and rahmah goes to those who do tawaf of the Kaaba. Ajeeb. Ek buzruk te Hazrat Qarz bin Wabar rahmatullah alayhi. And he, subhanallah, was a wali. And he would do atikaf in Masjidul Haram. He was seen there all the time. His entire life was with Masjidul Haram. It is said that it was his karamat that every day, day, and night he would complete 140 tawaf so perhaps we can't even imagine that 70 in the night 70 in the morning every time you see him he would always be there walking round and round and round and after each complete tawaf two rakats two rakats times that 280 rakats ka sawab in 24 hours and 70 times 70 when you count is equivalent to approximately 30 miles around the Kaaba walking daily 30 miles and not only that he was hafiz of the Quran it is said that he would complete one entire Quran <laughs> 60 rahmat subhanallah for those who do tawaf and 40 goes to those who are who perform their salat in Masjidul Haram Chalis Subhanallah and 20 mercy rahmat goes to those who just view sit and just look at the Kaaba the great act of deed like I mentioned Subhanallah five things just to see them there is it is Sawab Zamzam Kaaba, Quran, the face of parents, and the face of Maulana Zulfiqar Shah. <laughs> and the face of Maulana Zulfiqar Shah, Subhanallah. And the face of scholars that come, and the face of ulama that come here, Subhanallah. When you look at their faces, it is rewarding, it is sawab, Subhanallah. By jaise bhi hai Allah ke bande hai, aur nek log hai, unke chahre ko dekhne ka sawab hi sawab. That is why some of the ulama have said that if you, you will notice that a lot of the mashayikh and buzrugan-e-deen and scholars, what they will do is they will sit in front of the mataf and they will just look at the Kaaba. 
And the reward of that is equivalent to that individual who fasts during the day and worships Allah all night. That is the reward for that individual who sits for five minutes to view and see the beautiful Kaaba that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam to build. Kitnibari rahmat. That is why in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it is said Muslims will be given security. Muslims will be honorable people when they honor the city of Makkah and when they honor the Kaaba. And if they dishonor the Kaaba and dishonor the city of Makkah, Muslims will be destroyed. And it seems that today we Muslims don't honor and respect the Kaaba like how we should. And respecting and to have honor of the Kaaba means to save yourselves whilst you're in Masjid al-Haram, not from things that are uh, of a sinful nature, but anything that is of a, an undesirable act, karahiyat, anything that is makru also, one should avoid. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshaAllah, will give strength to the Muslimin, and you will see Islam flourish. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that when the ummah will honor the Kaaba and Makkah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give izzat to the, the Muslimin. And when they dishonor the Kaaba and Makkah, then they will be humiliated. In the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is said that the day of Qiyamah will not come until Hajr al-Aswad and Maqam Ibrahim are lifted up in the heavens. And one of the signs of Qiyamah, and this will take place right at the end, is when the Abyssinians attack the city of Makkah. And it is said that the army that they will have at that time will be so large that the front section of the army will be in Masjid al-Haram where Hajar al-Aswad is and the last section of the army will be in Jeddah where the coast is, where the sea is and they will break the Kaaba brick by brick and this will take place right at the end and this is in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa so we have to honor the Kaaba to honor the Kaaba, subhanAllah, it is honoring the Qur'an and it is to honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Abdullah bin Zubair radiallahu ta'ala, a grand sahaba, in the year 64 Hijri, Yazid was the enemy of Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala, and Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair took refuge in Masjid al-Haram, and he came with an army and put the city of Makkah into siege. And subhanAllah, being a Muslim, what he did is that uh, arrows of fire were showered into Masjid al-Haram from the outside via a catapult. And it is said that the walls of Kaaba were, were broken, destroyed, and also the cloth was burnt. And in that siege, eventually Yazid died and Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala was free to go. 
And at that time in the year 64 Hijri, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala was that grand sahabi who reconstructed the Kaaba in accordance to the wish of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam with two entries to the Kaaba, one in the front and one at the back. It is also said that until that period of time, the year 65 Hijri, when the construction of Kaaba was completed, they were also the horns of that animal, that sheep that Allah gave to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, the sheep that came from Jannah, the horns of that animal were also in the Kaaba. But because of that fire, it is said that the horns were also destroyed and they were never ever to be found after that. After completing the construction of the Kaaba, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala invited all of the people of Makkah towards a, a great feast. It is said 100 camels were sacrificed at that time. Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we honor the Kaaba, that we honor the city of Makkatul Mukarramah. So when you do tawaf, make sure you do a lot of dua and with great ada, especially when it comes to intermingling with women. We have to be very, very careful. Inna shaitan lakum aduwun fattakhizuhu aduwa. Shaitan is your enemy. Don't compromise with the shaitan. Take him to be your enemy. And even at times when you feel that you are in an act of ibadat, he wants to take points and cut away things away from you. And he wants you to indulge in sin. And this is how he does it. That is why in Juma I did not complete. A lot of people have a lot of wealth. But yet they want to delay the performance of Hajj. They annually go for Umrah. Every year they go for Umrah. They have the money. And if you compare the price of a package in the month of Ramadan and also you get competitive prices. And for your Hajj. The ulama say it's najais for an individual to go for Umrah if he has not done his Farz Hajj and he has the means. And this is what Shaitan does. Stops him from performing Hajj. Why? Because Hajj is Farz. And he thinks that if I perform Hajj, I have to change. And I am a bit too young to change. So he wants to delay it. So when I'm 45 and I'm 50, that is the time I will do my Hajj. But for the time being, I will just do my Umrah, 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 Umrah. And that is not Jaiz. If you have the wealth and you, if your family members have not done Hajj, you have to do your Hajj. Once you have done your Hajj, then you are free. Then the fuqaha say, then if you want to go in one year, three times, four times, that is entirely up to you. If you go with Khulus, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your Umrah and also your Hajj. But this is the tartif. So to maintain the adab when you make ziyara, when you are in Masjid al-Haram, it is extremely important. Hazrat Khaja Hassan al-Basri rahmatullah alayhi says that the second area where the dua is accepted is in the zone of al-Multazim. Multazim to get there is uh, quite an effort. <laughs> MashaAllah. And Multazim is uh, located in between the door of Kaaba and Hajr al-Aswad. And just today when I was saying to someone 
the, the method of how you should do dua when you are there in front of the Muldazim. He says, well, uh, the Saudi government does not allow you to worship or repent in that manner. I said, no, that is wrong. If you go there, you will see a lot of people stand in that manner. Hazrat Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala in his time what he did is he went to the Multazim and he turned his cheek and the side of his cheek was on the wall of Kaaba and his hands were lifted up and his entire body was touching the wall of the Kaaba and he was crying and weeping and <coughs> repenting and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and then after that he said هَكَذَا كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَفْعَلُ That this is how Huzur alayhi salatu was salam stood on the Multazim saying that this is the sunnah I have seen Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam do this. So anytime and every time you get an opportunity my respected brothers don't just think a lot of times we feel that oh there's a lot of people there uh, so we should taklif is haram no doubt but at least we should also make an effort possibly maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of your sincerity will push you there and you will get there and you will make dua and the ulama say a lot of the muhaddisin were of this habit that whenever they wanted to make dua and they wished for something to be completed they would wait make ziyara of masjid al-haram go towards multazim and then make dua and it is said that guaranteed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would accept the dua so that is the method and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith here Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said al-multazamu mawzi'un yustajabu fihi ad-dua Multazam is a place where your dua is accepted. وَمَا دَعَ اللَّهُ فِيهِ عَبْدٌ إِلَّا اسْتَجَابَهَا Whenever a person prays and supplicates to Allah at this spot, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him his prayer. The third area where your dua is accepted is towards Ruknul Yamani. Ruknul Yamani, there are a lot of four corners to the Kaaba. And the corner that comes before Hajarul Aswad is Ruknul Yamani. And if you get an opportunity just to touch that corner, this is what the Fuqaha say, Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah says that for those who follow the fiqh of Imam Abu Hanifa, it is preferable for them just to touch the, the Rukn and to walk after that towards uh, Hajarul Aswad. And if you do dua there, if an opportunity is given to you, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. Why? Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Wukkila bihi sab'oona malakan. Seventy angels are placed over it. If seventy angels are at Rukne Yamani, imagine how many angels must be there at the point of Hajarul Aswad, including the Saudi police. <laughs> If Ruknul Yamani has 70, how many at the point of Hajarul Aswad? Subhanallah. And Absalallahu alayhi wasallam has said that when you make dua, they qalu ameen. The angels listen to your dua and they say ameen. Subhanallah. We are very neglectful. A lot of the Muslims, when they make ziyarat, we miss all the opportunities. In Madinatul Munawwara also, and also in the city of Makkah. 
And all these opportunities are, are missed out. And that is why in the hadith Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that the prescribed dua in the hadith Allahumma inna as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyata fi dunya wal-akhira Oh Allah, I ask from you afwa Afwa means that Allah, you give me pardon You give me pardon وَأَسْأَلُكَ الْعَفْوَ وَالْعَافِيَةِ and عَافِيَةِ safety and security from all dangers in this dunya and also in the hereafter what a beautiful dua that is why in Islam the ulama say that one should not ask for sabr one should not ask for sabr one should ask for afiyat you haven't got the capacity to make sabr you must only do sabr if taklif comes to you, then you have to do sabr. And that is what is in the Quran. وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَسَّابِرِينَ Allah is with those who are patient. But when? When taklif comes to you, then be patient. But don't ask from Allah to do sabr. That is why some of the ulama have said that sabira for a lady is not the right name. Sabira is not the right name. That, that, that name is not right. Allahu alam, this is the opinion of some of the scholars. So it should be al-afwa al-afiyah. And Huzur alayhi salatu was salam said, Rabbana atina fid dunya asana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Allah give us all those, everything that is righteous in this dunya and everything that is righteous in the hereafter and save us from the punishment of the hereafter. The ruknul yamani par bhi dua kabul ho jati hai. Or fill Hajarul Aswad. How many points are there? Fifteen. Fifteen maqamas. Hajarul Aswad. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Lahu aynan yubsiru bihima wa lisanun yantiku bih. Hajarul Aswad on the day of Qiyamah will have two eyes with which it will see. And Hajarul Aswad on the day of Qiyamah will have a tongue with which it will speak out. Yashhadu ala manistalamahu and it will bear witness in favor of all those who have kissed it with sincerity, with ikhlas, in good faith. It will give witness that so and so person has kissed me and it will do shafa'at of that individual. Subhanallah. And if you make dua at that time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also accept your dua. That is why the ulama and the mashayikh, muhaddisin have said that when you kiss Hajarul Aswad, the dua you should make is Allahumma imanam bika wa tasdeekan kitabika wa wafaan bi'ahdika. O Allah, we have complete iman on you and we believe in the kitab that you have revealed and Allah, we will fulfill the pledge that we have committed ourselves to. This is the dua. The ulama have said that if you if you kiss Hajarul Aswad, insha'Allah ta'ala, death will come to you in the condition of Iman. And if you can't do Istilam, if you can't do Istilam, the ulama say the reason for that is because this stone is not earthly, this stone is from Jannah. Mm-hmm. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the stone of maqam 
Maqam Ibrahim and Hajar al Aswad are two rubies, two rubies of Jannah. That is why earlier on I said that the day of Qiyamah will not come until Allah has lifted up the words of the Quran and Allah has taken from this dunya also Hajar al Aswad and Maqam Ibrahim. And one of the signs of Qiyamah, great scholars will die at a very young age. A lot of the elite scholars will die. Bahat kam umar, bahat kam umar. Pakistan me dekhle alawa, 30, 35, 40, 30, 35, 40, 30, 35, 40. All of them become shaheed very quickly in Pakistan. 30, 35, 40. One of the signs of Qiyamah, until the only people will, that will be left will be the juhala. Dallu fa'adallu. They themselves will have no knowledge, they will be astray, and also the community will be misguided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, when he kissed Hajar al-Aswad, that is why the muhaddisin have said that when you kiss Hajar al-Aswad, your aqaid, your iman also becomes very very strong. And the dalil of this is Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, when he kissed the black stone, these are his words. Bismillahi Allahu Akbar Alama Hadana Wala ilaha illallah. In the name of Allah, Allah the Great One, who has guided us, there is no God but Allah, who is one, la sharika lah, and there is no one with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is one only. Allah, amantu billah, I bring iman on Allah, and it is said that the mushrikeen of Makkah were around him at that time, looking at Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, and he looked at the kuffar, Hazrat Umar, and he would say, وَكَفَرْتُ بِالْجِبْتِ وَالْتَاغُوتِ وَاللَّاتَ وَالْعُزَّةِ And I disbelieve in all the idols of the Meccans. I have hatred and I have enmity with Lat and Uzza, the idols that were here once upon a time. وَمَا بِدَعْيٍ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ And all of those deities that these people uh, take into account other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I reject all of them. And he would say, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. This is Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. At the point of Hajarul Aswad, when you kiss, if you can go back and if you can find a place, if it's your final uh, going round the Kaaba, final Aapka Chakkar ho, and you sit at the back and make dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. And another point where your dua is accepted is at the point of Zamzam. Remember one entire session was dedicated to the virtues of Zamzam. It is sufficient for me just to say that the great virtue of Zamzam is the fact that when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was with Dai Halima and two angels came and they opened up the chest of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam an open heart surgery and the heart of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was taken out and the water that was used to wash the heart of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was not the water of Kawthar was not the water of anything else in the heavens in Jannah or from the Nahar rivers of Jannah the water that was used was Zamzam. 
That is why Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has said, a believer when he drinks, Allah gives him the capacity to take in a lot of zamzam. But that who is a munafiq, he can't sip the zamzam a lot. Uh, when he drinks the zamzam, he will quickly be full and he will say that is enough. That is the difference between a mu'min and a munafiq. A believer will want to drink zamzam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it for him in such a way that he will have the capacity to drink a lot of zamzam. Someone questioned me that uh, what is the Islamic uh, status with regards to uh, carrying zamzam at home. Is that jais or not jais? Subhanallah, of course it is jais. Uh, we want to take and classify everything to what bid'ah or something to be makruh. Of course it is jais and not only is it jais, it is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is said every time that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha would come to Makkah she would carry a lot of zamzam with her back to Madinatul Munawwara. And she would say that this is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Ka'ab bin Ahbar radiallahu ta'ala an when he came and when he performed hajj, it is said that he took 12 big containers of zamzam back home. Hazrat Ka'ab. And Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam wrote a letter and gave it to Hazrat Jabir radiallahu ta'ala and to give it to Hazrat Sahal radiallahu ta'ala who was in Makkatul Muqarrama and Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him that if this letter reaches you in the morning then don't wait for the evening if my letter reaches you in the evening then don't wait for the morning immediately send to me Zamzam send it to me in Madinatul Munawwara this is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so to drink zamzam, your dua is also accepted and whatever dua you make, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept it at that time. So many mashayik, so many budugani deen, so many people have been treated only through the water of zamzam. And when you drink it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you shifa. So at the time of zamzam. And when you are inside the Kaaba, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also accept your dua. And when you stand on the mountain of Safa, when you stand, take time out. I know we have to complete our Sa'i, Safa and Marwa seven times, but take time out if you are in Ihram to subhanallah make dua because Allah will accept your dua whilst you are on the mountain of Safa. Allah will accept your dua whilst you are on the mountain of Marwa. Safa or Marwa par bhi Allah paak dua kabool karte Maqam-e-Ibrahim. Also at Maqam-e-Ibrahim, whatever dua you make, Allah will accept. Now these are uh, areas that are inside Masjid al-Haram. And now the ulama say, when you go outside Masjid al-Haram in different areas, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also accept your dua. One is in the area of Mina. Mina. And the name Mina, when you look at how it's spelled when you go to Makkah, it's Muna. If you've seen it, it's sometimes M-U-N-A. And on some areas it is Mina, M-I-N-A. The name Mina, the ulama say, comes out from the word Tamanna. 
tamanna yatamanna to have an ambition or to desire something or to hope for something it is said that when adam alayhi salatu was salam was given instructions how to perform hajj and then after completing hajj jibreel amin came to him and would say to him that have you got tamanna of anything else have you got the desire do you wish for anything else and the words that were used were of tamanna yatamanna and the word tamanna yatamanna one word from it that is derived is also mina what is it mina and at that time was adam alayhi salatu was salam said that my only ambition my only tamanna making it easy for us to understand is that allah would give me a place in jannat where i came down from so this is my tamanna it is said from that point this area was known as mina from the word of tamanna of hazrat adam alayhi salatu was salam hazrat abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala an would say with regards to the land of mina he said that the mina is like the womb of a lady when this child inside and when the child grows subhanallah there is an expansion the womb becomes big enough for the child and it is said that mina is like that for the hujjaj no matter how many hujjaj come Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives every single haji the capacity and he will fit in that area of Mina. This is the quality and some of the main features of that area which is the very first platform for the hujjaj to start of the hajj which is Mina. After that we come to Muzdalifa. Muzdalifa may be dua kabool hoti hai. Muzdalifa, Izdalifa, Yazdalifu, the word comes out from the Arabic language Zalfun and Zalfun means something that is nearby. This name that is given to Muzdalifa is because it is close, it is close also to Mina, it is close also to Mina and it is also said that because in, in Muzdalifa you combine the two Salat, Maghrib and Isha. That is why it is known as Muzdalifa. But majority of the scholars hold the opinion that it is known as Muzdalifa because Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam when he came down from Jannah, where where did he go? Where did he land? In? In the land of Hind, in the land of Hind, some say in the area of Sri Lanka, some say in the area of Sri Lanka, but it was somewhere in Asia in Hind. That is why Qali Tayyip Sahib Rahmatullah says that Hind is blessed with great scholars. Hind is blessed with great scholars. That is why even some of the Arabs when they come to Hindustan and that, that covers everything in all Afghanistan, Pakistan, that entire area was Hind. And it is said that some of the scholars that are there, subhanallah, and Hind and Sindh were two brothers. What were they? Ye jo Sindh ka ilaka hai aur Hind ka ilaka hai. Hind and Sindh were two brothers. And when you go into the history, it is said that uh, 
Kabul and all the uh, famous names of the famous cities in Pakistan, Kabul and, and I forget so many other names, they were again names of individuals that were living there and this was uh, the name that was given to that city. So Hind and Sindh were both brothers. And this is where they get the name Hind and Sindh. So Adam alayhi salatu wasalam came in the area of Hind. And Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam came where? Come on, everybody should know that. Ji? Jeddah. Where? Jeddah. In the Arabic language, Jeddah means grandmother. The reason why the city is named Jeddah is because Hazrat Hawa alayhi salam. Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam first came there and Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam is also resting in that area. And so when Adam alayhi salam came and Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wasalam came, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam was repenting all the time and he did not meet the wife. And it is said where he met the wife was in the area of Muzdalifa when Jibreel Amin said to him that Allah has instructed you to go and perform Hajj. It is at that moment when he got to Muzdalifa and Izdalifa Yazdalifu means to come very close to each other, close to each other. And for the first time, subhanallah, Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wassalam found Hazrat Hawa alayhi salatu wassalam in Muzdalifa. That is why the ulama say that Muzdalifa is an area of Allah's great rahmah. Whatever dua you make, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. And it is quite difficult that little period of time that you just spend in the night and you combine Maghrib and Isha in the time of Isha and you pray Fajr there. And it's, it's an open area, very, very difficult. Subhanallah, and a lot of mujahada is done in Muzdalifa. And when you make dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your dua. Inshallah, we will continue with this. We still have Arafat and the reason uh, why Arafat gets his name, inshallah, in the next session. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا وَنَبِيِّنَا وَمُولَانَا مُحَمَّدٍ نَبِيٍّ أُمِّي وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَسَلِّمْ تَسْلِيمًا اللَّهُمَّ إِنَّا نَسْلُكَ الْعَفْوَ وَالْعَافِيَةَ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ رَبِّ كَفِرْ وَارْحَمْ وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرَّاحِمِينَ